In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. I'm your host today up Success Mountain and down with a special guest. My name is Tony Grebmeyer and you're in for a real treat. Today's guest has been an entrepreneur since the age of 21. I was thinking about drinking at 21, not yet taking financial control of my life, but this guy, he created something that so many businesses around the world have utilized. And I, I hope you're in for what I'm gonna tell you is a pen and paper type show. So make sure you get a piece of paper and something to write with. Uh, you can fill your mind with all sorts of stuff, but unless you take action, nothing really becomes practical. And what he's talking about today is some stuff that you're gonna be able to take right now, find a place in your organization and implement it and see this big leap, as I love to call it, as entrepreneurs have that chance to skip a step, but not miss a step. So be sure to pay attention because he created the EOS, that's the Entrepreneurial Operating System, a practical method for helping companies achieve greatness. And personally, he's delivered well over 1,900 full-day sessions for more than 135 companies, helping them to implement EOS. Now, you're wondering, what is EOS? This is simple. It's the Entrepreneurial Operating System. I need an EOS. I hope you need an EOS because you're in for a real, just an amazing show. He's, he's the author of many, many books. His latest, The Entrepreneurial Leap. It's available now on Amazon. So please welcome to the show. First and foremost, our special guest today, Gino Wickman. Thank you, Tony. I'm excited to be here. Hey, Gino, uh, in for what I, I'm going to believe is a, is a hyper-fast session to get us to the top of Success Mountain because I think every entrepreneur at that moment when they, they have this big idea, they, they want to launch into something, and then they go for it, and somewhere along the way, they quit when they don't reach success or it doesn't happen the way they thought. So I want to get that question coming up. But first and foremost, only one question for you today. The whole show is based on this one question. What is your definition of success? Mm, wow. So my definition of success is that you have total freedom to be yourself, freedom of expression, freedom of time, freedom of money. Uh, and so I always like to say, let your freak flag fly. And so enough money to live the life you want to live, uh, enough control of your calendar to do the things that you want to do when you want to do them, and the ability to just be yourself. Oh, that's I, I like that. I appreciate that. So age 21, you, you find some way to get into business. What was, what was the thing that you were doing at age 21? Well, I barely graduated high school with a solid 2.3 GPA. I knew college was not for me as my friends all went off to college. I went to work. I worked in a machine shop for about three and a half years and saved up a bunch of money 
So I knew there was something different about me than uh, a lot of my friends, and I knew that the academic path wasn't for me. I couldn't wait to get out. And so where I was at 21 is taking my entrepreneurial leap. And so I saved up a bunch of money, set out to go become an entrepreneur. I didn't call it then. I didn't know I was one, but I just wanted to go make money, and I wanted to be, again, here's that word, free. And so I thought I was going to open a corporate travel agency of all things. So I went and worked for one hated everything about it. That was not the business for me. I started investing in real estate. I did some mail order stuff for a little while, but as I got into real estate, buying and selling properties, I decided to get my real estate license because I was giving that commission to agents and found my way into the family business, which was in real estate sales training. And so my dad had revolutionized how real estate agents are trained. I took his training, fell in love with his company and said, I'm going to run that company someday. And by 25, I was running that company in the middle of a major turnaround because the company was in dire need of help after an incredible 15-year run. Wow. There's a lot to unpack, right? Yes. So many, <laughs> I've, got, I've got two boys. I've got a 19-year-old and a 21-year-old, and both of them have worked uh, with me at this company. But there's a time where most, most kids don't gonna want to do what their parents do, right? So what was the secret, the secret hook that your dad gave you as an, as an opportunity to come and be a part of the business? Was there something that he said that really piqued your curiosity? No, just the opposite. He did not want his kids in the business. And so there were three boys and he said, the kids were not, we weren't allowed in the business. He did not want to cross the line of family and business. And I clawed my way into that company. And so he had two business partners and one of his business partners was my trainer when I went through the training and he and I fell in love with each other and he wanted me in the company. And so he finally got me in. My dad said, once he heard I wanted in, he said, Gino, go sell $5 million in real estate. This was at the time that my average sale price was like 79,000. Um, I was 22 years old, um, 22 or 23. He said, go sell $5 million in real estate and come and talk to me. And so my partner got me in and I started at the bottom selling my dad's products door to door. I went from making six figures to 25 grand a year, went broke in that period of time because I was still living my six figure lifestyle. So long answer, but the short answer is there was no hook. If anything, it was, it was a repellent. He did not want us in. Ironically, all three boys ended up in the business. My brother was our graphic designer. Uh, my older, my, that's my younger brother. My older brother ran our fulfillment. That is, that's cool. I mean, not wanting to be the family business. I, I get that. And then having everybody come into it. So by 25, you're, you're helping to run to do the turnaround. What were some things that you noticed early on having somebody invest in you, such as the person who was training you and showing you the ropes, then at 25, you seeing the opportunity because you've gone out and created some massive, and, and, and I remember sitting around our boardroom not too long ago, I'll call it two, three years ago. And, uh, a good buddy of mine, Kevin Cohen, he said, you know, you're, you're missing out if you're not using traction in your business. If you're not taking a book and implementing it into systems and actually developing some real world applicable like systems, because you guys are just hip checking yourself through this thing called life. And so that's when I was first introduced to you. And then I remember sitting around with all the VPs reading the book and talking and going through the narratives. And from the very get-go, um, I've had many friends along my journey say, you need to meet Gino. You need to talk to Gino. You need to be reading Gino's books. So long story short, uh, you, you come highly recommended. And when you go and look up Gino, anybody trying to figure out who this guy is, 
when you get a Wikipedia page, you're kind of wicked smart. You know, it's kind of cool to see what they can do with you uh, these days. And Gino, I just want to say thank you for taking time. And I know we're, we're in for just a great show. I know that you've been busy because you've got a new book. Um, it's The Entrepreneur Leap. It's available now on Amazon. Tell me a little bit about the book. And then I know that there's also a way that anybody listening can take a free assessment to kind of understand a little bit more about themselves and the journey as well, because taking a leap in anything in life can be scary. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, take us from age 21 to today at 52. Um, For 31 years, I have obsessed about what makes entrepreneurs successful, what makes businesses successful. And so something sparked in me at 21 years old, and I just became a fanatic about learning. And I busted my ass off through my 20s. And so shoot forward to where we are today. What I did in those, you know, 30 years is turn that family business around, ran it for seven years, successfully sold it, um, got it very healthy and cash flowing again, and then took a leap to create a system that you've talked about EOS to help entrepreneurs. We now have almost 100,000 companies running on that system. I've written five books around that system. They've sold over a million copies and we have 400 people in that organization helping entrepreneurs around the world. So with all of that, I say that because what I decided when I was 40, I said, when I turn 50, I'm shifting my energy and I'm going to go to the front end of the entrepreneurial journey. What I'm going to then do for the next 10 years at that point is help entrepreneurs in the making. I'm teaching what I needed the most in that I was at 18, this mislabeled derelict. I was lost. I was confused. I was insecure. I didn't know what I was, but I knew I was different than most people. And so the whole idea behind this project is I'm looking to find the 4%, as I call it. It's these people that walk the earth that have these six essential traits. I call them true entrepreneurs. And what I want to help them do is discover what they are, confirm what that is, show them the life, and then show them a path to become why they were put on the face of this earth. And the goal is to impact a million entrepreneurs over the next 10 years. And so all of that said, that's what it's all about is helping those people discover what they are and greatly increase their odds of success. Because as we all know, it's greater than a 50% failure rate starting a business. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it's getting worse and worse, especially when you start looking at what's going on in our society. Uh, I have a buddy of mine who opened a new business. He had spent several years literally saving up enough money to go open a storefront. And then, you know, an accident, COVID, life, everything else happens and his doors are closed. And he goes, well, there went my dream. Yeah. And I, I saw him the other day as I was by his shop and he was cleaning the windows. He's like, I don't have any customers, mm-hmm. but he's like, I have a dream still. And I think so many entrepreneurs have to remind themselves of that very thing. Have the dream, get a system, get help around it and some structure, and then don't lose focus. The other thing that was interesting that you mentioned, uh, your GPA was really, really low. I don't even know if I was around that. I may be just a tad bit lower than that. (laughs) Um, But I just knew I didn't want to go work for somebody. I knew I wanted to do something for myself. And I want to talk about the book. And if you don't mind sharing those traits, because I think those things are super important. A lot of people too are also questioning, are they built to be an entrepreneur? Yeah. Are they built for the, the, the ups and downs, the trials and the tribulations? Are you, you willing to climb the diving board and jump in when you know that there's no way to get back down other than to jump? Here, here. So yeah, I would love to share them. And you know, my style is always to teach. And so what I hope we do in this podcast is 
teach a lot of people a lot of stuff. I don't want to sit here and sell a bunch of stuff. So you let you, I want you to take me as deep as you want to take me into this content because I'm happy sharing it all. And so starting with those six essential traits, the, you know, the world is struggling to define the word entrepreneur and there's 700 different definitions out there. And so what you're going to hear is my definition of what a true entrepreneur is. And then number two is, you know, everybody thinks they're an entrepreneur and they're just unfortunately not. And I think it's dangerous that everyone thinks that they can become an entrepreneur and that there's this process or system for becoming an entrepreneur and it just doesn't exist. What it is, is it's these six essential traits. What has been timeless is people with these six essential traits capitalizing on opportunities. So there is no process. It's just you're born with these traits. They can't be taught and, and, and you turn into an entrepreneur by default, not because it was some methodical plan. All that said, the six essential traits are visionary, passionate, problem solver, driven, risk taker, and responsible. And there's an assessment you can take on the website, e-leap.com. It's free. If you score 90 or higher, odds are pretty good that you have these six essential traits. And that's the high level. I can certainly go into more detail on each one, but I do urge your audience to just kind of scan their body and see if they're a true entrepreneur, if they're thinking about taking a leap. And if they're already an entrepreneur, it's a great opportunity to just kind of reinvigorate and, and kind of get back to your core. It's amazing how existing entrepreneurs read this and just totally get kind of relit up, if you will. Well, I love the fact that, you know, you were talking to yourself, right? And you're like, you know, I want to go spend the next 10 years of my life kind of the front end again. Not like necessarily just going starting the next company and the next thing, but I want to go help the next. I think it's the next level. I think this, today um, it really it really resonates with me because I think those are great traits that I can relate to myself personally. But I love how you kicked it off with vision. I think a lot of people today are lost in their vision. They're stuck doing something for somebody else, and they realize they had a dream, but they lost it. But now you're like, hey, go take the free assessment. If you score 90 or percent above, like you're probably right where you need to be. You just probably need to have a tool or a system or something to help you. So let's talk about when you wrote the book, what was the aha moment for you in getting down to finally, you know, because you hadn't visited it for some time, even though, yeah, everything had been around EOS. But going back down to the basics and starting over again, it had to be fun for you. It had to be fun to get back to the core of kind of what got you excited in the first place. Oh, it was a blast. You know, so it was what was exciting was starting a new project, creating something new and helping a completely new audience. Because what I actually did on this journey, once I decided this is what I wanted to do from age 50 to 60, is I sold EOS worldwide. I still own 12.5%. I still own all the books. I'm still the EOS guy. I still do sessions and talks. But it really enabled me to shift my energy toward this new project. And so I'm a builder and creator at the end of the day. So yes, it was very exciting, but also exciting to know why I was doing this. And that again is to help my 18 year old self and anyone out there 13 to 73 that thinks they might be an entrepreneur, help them understand why they're a little misunderstood, a little wild, a little wacky, a little crazy. So yes, it's, it, it has been an incredible two years of launching this, writing this book. The book just literally came out six months ago. Uh, but it's been a blast. I love what, uh, if you've never met Dan Sullivan, strategic coach, I mean, this is what he says about the book, a must read for anyone committed to making their own entrepreneurial leap. I mean, that that endorsement right there, 
No wonder it's on the homepage. You got you got the best in my my mind uh, of Dan Sullivan. So uh, that's awesome. And also some of the things is if you visit the website e-sleep.com, take the assessment. The question next to it is says, are you 100% prepared to be an entrepreneur? And 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 I love what Gino said. There's well over 700 versions of different ideas of what makes an entrepreneur this or entrepreneur that. And you can look at many people's definition. But Gino just gave it to you straight. And we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be pacing ourselves a little bit faster. We're going to deep dive like Gino wants to get into. We're going to get into some tactics, some real things that you can apply right now. As I mentioned in the intro, it is so important. It's pivotal that if you are thinking about this, that you take massive action. Most people think of an idea, sit on an idea, and then wonder why there's speed bumps in the world. Someone else rolled past them, and they made them a speed bump, and they went out and actually did it. So stick around. We're going to be right back today with our special guest, Gino Wickman, on the Beef Fulfilled Podcast Show. Since Tony's taking a break, let's take one together. Did you know a healthy adult can draw in about 200 to 300 cubic inches of air in a single breath? Those are some big lungs. But at rest, we only use about 5% of that inhaled volume. So apparently, we're phenomenal at recycling. Well, I just armed you with some useless information. So let's get back to Tony, who's going to arm you with some useful information. We are back on the Beef and Phil podcast show. My name is Tony Grubmeyer, along for the ride today. Gino, and we are talking before the show. Sometimes I tell people, man, if you, you could only hear what was talked about before the show. He's six foot four, I'm six foot six. And we were introduced from a mutual friend, Jeremy Wise. And, and, and he was talking, you know, how do you know Jeremy? And I said, you know, network. And, you know, that's what life is kind of about. Sometimes you got to find people like Gino and introduce them into your network. Because in my opinion, if you're not following Gino, you're missing out on the game-changing abilities that this man has. Started a business at 21 as a kind of an entrepreneur and decided to see the big picture Went and teamed up with his dad, his other brothers, and built up an organization, recently sold off EOS, still holds a percentage, not a percent, 12%. That's a large number. And then for the last couple of years, been really drilling down on, on getting back to some of the basic stuff that he really truly believes at the heart of hearts. And he wants to go help for the next 10 years or so, build this ability for a business to help people like entrepreneurs who are getting ready to take the leap. And, and we, just at the break, we were talking about the traits you know, we were talking about the important things that are really necessary. So I'm excited, Gino, as we get ready to come back down Success Mountain, talk a little bit about maybe the, the pieces and elements of your book that are so critical. And, and we were talking about maybe even sharing a glimpse with the audience because I want everybody to leave here today inspired to go buy your book. That's my job. My job is to bring the best talent in the world, give people the opportunity to say, you know what? Gino spoke to my heart and my soul. I'm ready to take action. I'm going to go buy the book today. It's available on Amazon. But you also just gave a gift. And I just love when people do that. The e-leap.com. And you get to take the free assessment. And that is super important because if you score yourself a 90% and above, what then happens, Gino? Well, so uh, I'm going to make a couple contextual points based on everything we've talked about. You know, first of all, if you're an entrepreneur out there and you have 10 to 250 employees, EOS is right for you in those five books I wrote. And that's really where you are on your journey and who I created that system and those tools for. If you are sitting there wondering if you're an entrepreneur, somewhere from wondering all the way to having taken your leap and you have a few employees, 
That's what this content is about, Entrepreneurial Leap. And so that's context number one. Context number two is, I wrote this book and this content is in three parts. And so everything we've talked about so far is all about part one, which I call confirm. Once we're done confirming that you're an entrepreneur, and so let's pretend everyone listening out there at this phase confirms that you are, I then take you to the second part, which I call glimpse. And in glimpse, I'm showing you a glimpse of the life and all of your options and what to look out for. And then once you've seen that glimpse that literally lights you up to move, and then in part three, I show you the path to greatly increase your odds of success and help you eliminate half the mistakes you're about to make. You'll still make the other half, you have to. It's all part of the journey. And so with that said, I wanna move us to that glimpse, as you said, and I wanna share one nugget out of, out of glimpse, because what I teach in glimpse is what I call a day in the life. And so I'm trying to show you as an entrepreneur, a day in the life, but both perspectives, a day in the life, the dream, and a day in the life, the nightmare. Truth be told, most entrepreneurs are living the nightmare and the nightmare is 100% avoidable. The dream is 100% doable. It's what all of my clients are living. And so I wanna show you how to live the dream. And the reason that most are living the nightmare is they make eight critical mistakes, as I call it. And so with that, what I'm gonna do is I'll share the eight critical mistakes kind of at a high level, and you know your audience better than I do, and so you can pick one, two, three, we can drill down on as many as you'd like, but the ones that you think resonate most with you or the audience, you know, just pick those out. But here are the eight critical mistakes most entrepreneurs make, and every client that comes to me that needs my or our help, they've made these mistakes and we're fixing these mistakes and again, helping them live the dream. So mistake number one is not having a vision. Number two, hiring the wrong people. Number three, not spending time with your people. Number four, not knowing who your customer is. Number five, not charging enough. Number six, not staying true to your core. Number seven, not knowing your numbers. And number eight, not crystallizing roles and responsibilities. Wow. So what jumps out at you? Number eight, and I also believe, hiring hiring the wrong people right like you think they look good they sound good they, they come in they introduce themselves everything's great and then you get stuck working with them and you realize crap where did i go wrong so i'd love to talk about that and i love number eight because i think that's so relevant as well so those, those two i think the audience is going to get the most out of because a lot of people are running a small operational organization and today the need the talent pool today versus where the talent pool was six months ago is drastically different here, here. And, and so let's start with number two then, like you said, hiring the wrong people. We'll go there first. And again, I want to restate where I learned these is this is the state that almost every client came to me in the EOS process and, and how most of our clients come to us in the EOS process. They've unfortunately made these mistakes during startup and they are all 100% avoidable. And so the way this mistake shows up is the entrepreneur takes their leap sells a few of their product or service, starts to generate revenue, reaches capacity, and they need a body. 
And so the first thing they do is grab the closest body to them and they hire their brother, sister, aunt, uncle, mom, dad, the neighbor. They just grab a body and they throw that body into their company and then they go along. And again, they're working away and it's working out okay. And then they need another body and they grab another body. Well, shoot forward in time when our clients come to us, they come to us with 10 to 250 employees on average, 20% of them need to go. My most extreme is 50%. They had to eliminate 50% of their employees. And sometimes it's as small as 10%. But the point is, they've got these people that have been with them from the beginning and they just don't fit and they're feeling loyal, but it's, it's just not working. And so how do you solve that? It's a really simple formula. On the front end, as the entrepreneur, you've taken your leap, you've reached a level of success, you need a body, slow down, slow hire, quick fire, and hire with two things in mind. Number one, do they have your core values? Do they fit in your culture? Your company's culture is a, is a reflection of your core values. You need to define those company core values and bring people in that fit like glue with that culture. And number two, have the skill set to do the job. I love that you picked the second one. We're going to talk about crystallizing roles and responsibilities because there's going to be a perfect tie to that. But make sure they have the skill set to do the job you're hiring them for. Make sure they fit in your culture and you will do a great job. To your point, if you make a bad hire, we all make bad hires. You'll know instantly, quick fire, don't keep them around forever, make that change. But if you do that, you'll head this problem off at the pass uh, almost every time. To jump to the second one you chose, not crystallizing roles and responsibilities, as crazy as this sounds, you as the entrepreneur taking the leap, if you've already taken the leap and you're a one-person show and you're looking to grow, even if you're a one-person show right now, you must have an org chart. In EOS, we call that an accountability chart, but just picture an org chart. And picture that org chart with three major functions, sales and marketing, operations, finance. Those are the roles in your business to keep your business rolling. You got to market and sell stuff to bring in customers. You got to deliver that product or service and then you got to manage the money. And then there's somebody that runs those three things. We lovingly like to call that the integrator. The point is, as the one person show that started the business, you are in all of those seats. The second you hire the first person into your organization, even if there's just two of you, roles and responsibilities have to be crystal clear. You will be much more efficient, much more effective. And so again, the classic mistake is grabbing that body, throwing them into the company, not training them, and just asking them to help out wherever they can, and you're both just tripping all over each other, and it's just this messy thing. And so again, what we're doing with our clients when they come to us, well after they've made these mistakes, is we're putting in place a supercharged org chart we call accountability chart, making roles and responsibilities clear, getting everyone in the right seat and forward they go. Well, you should be able to do that much earlier in the process and most don't and they're just not as efficient and they're not getting to where they wanna go as fast because of it. Wow, now there, there's, first off, thank you so much for just clarifying that and giving some people some context around those. Look, if, if you're sitting on the edge going, all right, what's the next plan? Well, I'll tell you the plan that I'm going to take, right? You know, he reiterated such a simple concept, right? An org chart, right? It's like, and if it's you and then you bring on the next person, you better have that because I, I loved your illustration. I thought it was beautiful. You're like, what do you want me to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Like, It's kind of like, where do you want to go when you jump in a car? Well, you're in a car, you're going somewhere and you need a map. You need, you need a, 
an idea of where you're headed. And so you, you've laid that out today for everybody. And I just want to say, you know, Gino, one of the things that's cool just sitting here talking to you is watching you get lit up. Anybody gets to watch the replay on video. Like, this is your life. I mean, this isn't something that you're taking a Sunday stroll and you're going, well, I hope this stuff works. You know, you've only been doing this since you're 21. You said you're, you know, 52. So you've spent a, a lifetime trying to do this. You were talking about the EOS and hundreds and thousands of people using it and companies worldwide. And then you had this passion to bring it all back and start again and really teach. And I just want to say thank you so much for sharing kind of at the, I don't want to call it the basic level, but I believe it's the level that everybody needs to remember. You never want to forget about being a beginner. Because I think when you grow a big organization in a company, you forget about the early days. And the early days are late nights, lots of pizza, running around trying to solve problems. There was nothing going on but you working in your business. And then somehow you got really busy and you got away from the essential skills, the, the core values. And I love how you talked about that. I just want to say thanks because... What you just did just gave anybody and everybody listening a, a visual. And that goes back to kind of these, these critical things. You have to have vision. So say, I just want to say thank you. My pleasure. It was a blast. When people want to find you, um, and I'm going to bring you into the fulfillment round in just a minute, but when people, people find you, what's the first thing people kind of walk up to you and say when they, they meet you for the first time and they understand who you are and what you've done? Oh man, I, you know, honestly, I don't even know how to answer that because I am an introvert. I'm a mad scientist. I love to remain behind the scenes. I built EOS Worldwide with my partner, Don, literally not being out in public. I handpick five speaking engagements a year. That's it. I work with my clients, very intimate relationships. I've never done a podcast for EOS in 20 years. Uh, I'm a podcast maniac with this new project. Something's compelling me to to come out of the woodwork for this. So I, I don't know. So when you know we we have an EOS conference every year. So what do they say? I don't know. You know, it's it's so weird to me when people come up to me and say stuff. So I don't, I don't have a good answer. I don't even know I, how to answer that. But but I but you know they tell me how I've impacted their life and that means a lot. It's why I created this. I don't need those accolades. I'm uncomfortable when I hear those accolades. So there's just no sizzly answer here. I'm just this guy that obsesses about helping entrepreneurs and that's all I do every day, all day. I don't know why I do it. I'm not looking for some award or some accolades. I, it's, it's a weird answer, but uh, I just no. love helping entrepreneurs. I gotta tell you, what, a, what an interesting response because here you are at 21. I, I go back to when I hear people started. Like I, I got started at like 14, I think I had, I don't know, a bunch of jobs by the time I was 18. I was trying to figure out what I didn't want to do, right? So I'm hearing this 21-year-old, dad, what do I need to do? He goes, so go sell $5 million. You're like, what? And somehow that introvert in you drove you. And I think that's so cool for so many people because looking for outside validation, you found something internal that was, was one of the, the core people, right? The vision, all these things inside of you, and you were hungry. And I ask these questions because I think at the end of the day, right, uh, Roland Frazier, a good friend of mine, we, we said, you know, if you were to put me in a room, where would I find you? And I said, you probably wouldn't find me in the middle of the room at first. I'm sitting towards the back of the room, kind of in observation mode, looking around. I don't want to walk into a whole room and then be surrounded by a whole bunch of people at first because that's the introvert in me. Like, I'm good. I mean, just give me my space. But then there's the extrovert. The, there's the person who does like going on stage, does like speaking. So I can see both. And I also, I think it's very fascinating that you didn't do a single podcast for EOS, but 
you're a podcast fanatic and you do a really, really great job at it. So uh, I'm glad you finally busted out of that shell and now you're giving content and value to the world in a whole new way because people consume audio more than they do pretty much anything these days. So thanks for sharing that tidbit. My pleasure. My pleasure. I'd love to bring you uh, into the fulfillment round if you're up for that. The fulfillment round is a bunch of random questions. No rights, no wrongs. If you need to make it up, please do so. You can't pass. That's my only rule. And I don't think you'll have a problem with any of these questions. But the one thing I need from you is permission. So all I need you to do is say, I am ready. I am ready. Let it fly. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend. No using the Google machine. No digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannicas. And I promise, Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The Fulfillment Round brought to you by ShipOffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? All right, you're working out, you're in the gym. What music's loaded on your iPad, your player, your music system? Well, on Sunday, it was Van Halen. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers is on there a lot, but uh, it's a mix of everything. Would you find yourself at a Red Hot Chili a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert? Absolutely, I love that. Uh, what what book are you reading right now besides your own? A book called Letting Go. Give us a, gl- a little glimpse of what the book's about. This is all about personal development, and it's pretty heavy, pretty spiritual. But it's all about the power of just letting go of all of your stuff, your baggage, your emotions, the stuff that you've been stuffing down your whole life and just living a life where you're free to totally express, be creative, and let go of all of your issues from the past. I love it. It kind of sounds a little bit like your answer today when we were jumping on. I said, what's your definition of success? And free. It's being free, right? Emotionally free, too, yeah. Freak. I like what you said. Freak. I remember that. Um (laughs) When you're when you're not working, you're not not just chilling around the house. Where would I find you? What kind of activities do you enjoy doing? Yeah, a bunch of stuff, but it's all pretty boring and plain stuff. So it's it's either going for a walk with my wife, a bike ride, walking our dog, traveling. Love to travel. We do a lot of travel. I do a lot of travel with friends, things like that. Um, going to the movies, reading a book, just kind of hanging out, hanging out with friends. Love drinking a beer. Uh, so those kind of things. Imagine for a moment, and I tell people don't take it the wrong way, but I love to, to give people a chance um, to envision what uh, you probably heard it like people write their own eulogies and then read them back to their friends. Kind of, I always say like, what's the dash between the day you're born and the day you die? What would you like that to read? Mm. I, I think it goes back to that first point. He lived free and let his freak flag fly. And I also love your mission. I love the, the to go affect and really help, you know, a million people. I think that's like amazing. Um, when you when you talk to your wife on these walks, you uh, I have a rule. My wife and I try not to talk business. We just try to talk life, right? So my question my question goes like this: When you look back at your past self, you talked about you know eighteen, nineteen, twenty year old. What was life like for you when you and your wife uh, first met? Like, what was life like for you? Were you a, were you a busy entrepreneur? Were you a focused entrepreneur? How was it? We met in a drive-in theater. Assuming most of your audience knows, they're coming that. back. <laughs> we were 17 years old in high school, 
and my best friend was beating up her boyfriend and an all out brawl happened with about five or 10 people. So uh, I was a fighter in my younger years and that's how we met fighting. And I took on the biggest guy and my wife fell in love. And back then I was 5'10", so I was not six foot four back then. Wow, that's a great story. I just wanna say thanks for coming on today and, and, and lots of great stuff for y'all to check, check out. So e-leap.com, you can take the free entrepreneur in the making assessment. Uh, you can also subscribe to the Entrepreneur Leap uh, YouTube channel. And be sure if you want to get the book, please do so. You can go to Amazon. You can find it easy there. But that's Gino Wickman. And uh, thanks for being here today. Thanks for being a rock solid guest and always fun to uh, meet friends of friends and really get a chance to just kind of have a fun conversation. Last question for you. I always like to find this out. People wake up and they have an idea like, oh, I got to go on a podcast today. I hope we get to talk about this. But then the podcast is over and you're like, we didn't talk about that. So I wanted to give you a chance before we wrap up today's show. Was there something you were thinking about you wanted to share that maybe was top of mind that we didn't talk about? And here's your platform to just talk about it. Well, I mean, I, keeping it within the context of this project, you know, the goal is to find the 4% that exist out there in the world. These are the people that have the six essential traits and help them wherever they are, you know, and that's in, in the corporate world, in college, in the inner cities, in every country on the planet. And for the people that are listening that wanna help those people, people that wanna give back, and it's one of two ways, you either wanna mentor other entrepreneurs or you're already helping a multiple entrepreneurs, whatever way, shape, or form, I want to join forces with you. And so I created something called a mentor track that helps anybody that wants to mentor entrepreneurs one-on-one, -on -one, a five-step track. I do 80% of the heavy lifting for you. That's one of the tools you'll find on the website for free. There are nine free tools. And then number two, for the person that's already helping multiple entrepreneurs or desires to, I call those collaborators. And so what I'm doing is joining forces with collaborators and making them the heroes to their audiences. And I give them all of this content for free. No money changes hands, no contracts. I just ask that they give credit where credit is due, make them aware of the book. And so they're, like I said, they become a hero to their audience. And so anyone out there that wants to help entrepreneurs, join forces with me and help me reach those million entrepreneurs we're gonna impact over the next 10 years. Well, hey, I'm raising my hand. I'm going to talk to you after the show. I think that'd be awesome. I have a great community. I think get a lot of value out of it. All right, guys, all the show notes are going to be available at TonyGrubmeyer.com. That is Gino Wickman. I love this quote from him. Clarify your vision and you will make better decisions about people, processes, finances, strategies, and customers. And until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. <laughs>